<laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh no, I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm doing this right now. So Okay. Yeah. Alright. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. So yeah, I'm really glad I'm doing this. So how are you? I'm good. You know. Good. Crazy, crazy stuff happening, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. All these it's crazy great. things. It's really great. All these all these crazy things happen. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. I will say this uh, about this particular episode that we're about to talk about. It started off real good. I was like excited. Oh, I have a And then yep. and then I just want I just want to show you cuz I'm going to show you my notes. Lots of notes for the first half and then this oh. is all my notes from the second half of weekend update on. Oh, and you have notes? like time my- Oh shit! <laughs> on the back, front oh, back, kids. Front it's back. gonna get front real. Back. It's gonna get real serious. Colleen has a lot to say. She has some things to. No, express. honestly, I am not gonna be ragey. <laughs> I'm gonna be contemplative. No, because you're having rosé right now. You're gonna be all right. No, no, that's how I felt after watching this. That I'm gonna be more. I wasn't ragey. I was oh, just like. No, but you're still not right. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm not hearing, hearing Cecilia. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the whole episode, as Cecilia minutes. Okay, can you at least say I was right? What? Or I like Kaleen was right in Cecilia Jimenez's voice. Uh, Kaleen, I I want to telling you this that uh, you know this time. One time, maybe you're right about something, and I'm hoping that makes you feel good, you know, because uh, Jesus is like, oh, <laughs> oh, you made you have made me feel like I'm saying cheese while having a stroke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious! Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. Hey, guys, uh, everybody watch the Michael Keaton Easter sketch. Please. If you don't watch it. Do yourself a favor. (laughs) So let's dive Uh, into it. All right, let's dive in. Here we go, kids. Welcome to Talk Amongst Yourselves. Ourselves, not yourselves. We're going to talk amongst ourselves. As always, I am Nora. And I'm Killeen. Yep. And this is Talk Amongst Ourselves. And today we're talking... Uh, Saturday Night Live, the very first in the history of Saturday Night Live, live, coast-to-coast show. Uh, I gotta say, Nora, inquiring minds want to know, how'd it feel? How'd it feel? I liked it. How did it feel to have your live cherry broken? Pop. I am very excited to have seen Saturday Night Live actually live. For the uh, first time in your life? For the first time ever. Ever. I've never been on the East Coast to catch it live when it's live on the East Mm -hmm. Coast. So I was very happy. I was very um Wait, can it, can we just clarify? Pleased with it. Yes. I am not on the East Coast unless you're on you count, East Coast like, time. The Ohio River and the Great Lakes as a coast. <laughs> which is like the coast to an extent. But yeah, we're in Eastern as yeah. um guys, I have actually I've never seen it on West Coast time. Okay. Because when I when I've been out in California, it hasn't been when they had an episode right so. you weren't here when they were when it was on it was just reruns and whatever 
Yeah, I mean, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was weird. I will say it's weird watching the commercials because normally I DVR it and then I watch it the next morning. And so I'm fast forwarding through all the commercials. So it was interesting. It's weird for me too because right? I wanted to watch the commercials to watch it with all my Cali brethren. Yeah. The commercials were, I was like, okay, now I see who's actually advertising during Saturday Night Live because <laughs> <laughs> I never watch. So. Oh my God. I saw an indie musician that I'm actually like, his name is as a musician is Toussaint Morrison. Mm. Uh, and he is, if you haven't heard of him, check him out. He's great. Um, he, he was in a Lake City Bank commercial because, oh. you know, you got to pay the bills. But I was yeah. like, I know that guy. I know that guy. He's awesome. So I, I got something out of it, too. There you go. See? You're seeing your friends on TV. That's pretty awesome. Well, I, no, I'm aware of him. He's not a friend. You're aware of him. Okay, well, that's probably more he's than I am. I had no idea who he was. He's from the great state of Minnesota. Like, ah. L. Franken. There you go. Well, then so. he's good people, probably. But, uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon's hosting, and uh, the musical guest was Harry Styles. And I will say, I did like the opening monologue that Jimmy just came out. Oh, well, we'll get to the monologue in a second. So first we have the cold open. Um, the cold open. And we have yeah. we have uh, Beck doing a really great Pence. Like, uh, Pence is, uh, I'm sorry, Beck's doing the best he has to work with. Yeah. Because they're just not that uh-huh. much. I thought, though, I thought this was a good cold open, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. I liked, I liked that Bannon was back as death. So that's always yeah, good. Yeah, no, 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 no. Who was playing him? Was it? I like, thought it was Mikey. No, Mikey is taller. I think oh. it was a woman. Okay. Do you think guys? it was like Melissa or something? No. <laughs> or my tinfoil hat. Okay. Who do you what think it was? What if it was Rosie? That would have been awesome. I would have loved I that. Had, okay, I've. I've gone back like the Zapruder film. I feel like it's <laughs> definitely a woman. Okay. At first I thought it was Kate. And then I was like, nah. So I think it's either Melissa or even Rosie. Okay. Okay. I, that how, that would be awesome if it would, was Rosie. Because why would they have... There's no reason they wouldn't have put Mikey in that sketch. I... And you really think it wasn't Mikey? I have to go back and watch it again. No, Mikey... Okay. Mikey is tall... like. As tall as Alec. Right, right. Okay. Like, that, that's why, like, when he walked in, I was, I thought, that, like, there was going to be, like, a Donnie Jr. and all my Eric. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish. Um, especially uh, after uh, Donnie's uh, recent oh. douchey, that green t-shirt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's, like, he's just trolling himself. I don't even know what his, de- I don't know. Like, you go from that, like, like the uncomfortable brawny man to that. Yeah. Um, Oof. But, no, but I was like, well, then Mikey must be playing some other role. Maybe. Because, it's, no, the height disparity is very obvious. It was, a, I, I, I'm almost positive it was a woman. Mm. And then, like, I Could have been maybe Sashir under there or something. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a woman of color, at least. It it was a lighter-skinned woman. Oh, from the eyes that you could see through the thing. Well, okay. it looked like a woman. No, I, I mean, I rewound this several times. You are, like, I, deep in this shit. No, You okay, need, like, I, the CSI computer where they can zoom in on stuff and, like, you know. And I need to be able to take my sunglasses off and yeah. issue some, like, <laughs> 
like, like terribly, CSI Miami. Like, <laughs> terrible pun. Why did you pick the worst CSI to like decide because, that you're going to be a part of? Because it's the worst and the best at the same time. Oh god, because, it's so because awful. the sunglasses and the puns yeah. are oh, legendary. It's so bad. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, I watched it again. The first time I saw it, I was like, who's playing him? Because that's not Mikey. Right. And, but I feel like there has to be some sort of purpose of yeah, it. Like, I don't know. Maybe There's no reason Mikey, like, Mikey wasn't a significant presence. I, I don't even know if he was in the monologue. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason it shouldn't have been Mikey. So I feel like... And I rewatched it, and it seems like, like the eyes. I think it was a woman. Okay, we're gonna have. And, to, I'm gonna have to go back and look, and then I'll study the cast's eyeballs and tell you who I think it guys, is. Guys, let us know who do you think was behind the Steve Bannon mask. I don't know, but I thought the whole sort of. I mean, I think I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, he they did like an Apprentice thing," but it really wasn't the Apprentice. They were like doing a play on the Bachelor. America's, no, it was America. No, it was America's Next Top Model. And yeah, I am with the picture, say, with the picture, yes. It, yes. I am ashamed to say I knew right when he had the picture, I knew exactly what he was doing. That was doing. America's Next Top Model. And I actually I love that Jimmy was just doing Silent Jared because it's true. I thought about it and I was like, yeah, we really No, I loved and speak. hated it. I hated it. I love that he was so wearing perfect. the exact outfit that Jared was wearing in fucking Afghanistan. He was Afghanistan. so perfect being a silent douche. Uh, can you, like... Can you tell the difference? Is it Jimmy Fallon or Jared Kushner? Oh, come on now. Jimmy Fallon is not as bad as Jared Kushner. You cannot. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, Jared Kushner is influencing actual policy. Yeah. But, like, it's like Fallon actually thinks that, like, doing anything remotely edgy or political is going to alienate his base. I don't know what he thinks. No. I don't know what he thinks. I think that. He's trying. I think. I think what he thinks is he's trying to be Ellen DeGeneres, and he's not Ellen DeGeneres. You know what I mean? Like Ellen. Ellen. Ellen actually takes the stand. No, I know she. This is what I'm saying. But in general, Ellen, you will never hear her say a negative thing about someone on her show. She just really doesn't until until someone pushes it too far. It's a different beast. It's like saying. It's like saying, "Oh well, I take Dayquil all the time." But NyQuil makes me sleepy. I know. I just think he's trying to be like the Ellen DeGeneres of, of nighttime television. And that's the wrong audience. Nighttime is supposed to be edgy. Yeah. It's supposed to push the envelope. It's supposed to do what well, fucking Stephen Colbert is doing. You know what I mean? And, and it's are, Samantha Bee's really, doing. And do you really think that many people, if you say something shitty against Trump, are going to stop watching your show? That's I don't not think what they he would, would. I think he would lose less than 5% of his audience if he did that. And plus, um, sorry, Jimmy, I don't think they're watching you on SNL. I don't think your Tonight Show audience. I don't think any of those people are watching SNL. Exactly. So, like, really, like, is he he worried that Fox News or Breitbart is going to pick up on it? Does Jimmy Fallon have that much of a Breitbart audience? Maybe it's his family or something. I don't know. I don't know that. No, no. To make a judgment. It doesn't on that. seem like it. It doesn't seem. And actually, here's the thing. I was watching a bunch of old Jimmy Fallon clips from when he did Late Night. Mm-hmm. He was, was edgy and yeah. funny and like Maybe bizarre. He feels like a certain duty because he took over the Tonight Show, uh, so he feels like he has to like not fuck it. You know what I mean? What, like he not... doesn't want to be Conan. 
I think so. But even Conan's more edgy. At even what, Conan's right? more like, edgy. Yeah, yeah, but, well, no, Conan's super edgy. That was the problem. He yeah. doesn't want to be Conan because Conan wanted to be Conan. Yeah. And here's the thing. He's losing viewers for not, like, trying to. He, yeah, he was likable, but he was still sort of edgy and innovative. You're talking about Jimmy doing... when he was on Late Night? Yeah. Yeah. I think what's what the problem is now is that, like, Jimmy is the perfect example of a party that's gone on too long. Like, you get to the party, there's great food, there's some good music, there's great alcohol, and then it's like you just couldn't, you just didn't leave early enough to just enjoy the party and have a good memory of it. Now the party has not stopped, the DJ's playing shitty music, it's not, it's the same jokes, and then it's just not, it's not, it's not fun or innovative anymore. I like the games that he does, I love the fucking Roots they are brilliant and amazing. Oh, and, I leave the roots out of this. Completely. And they save his ass probably on the nightly, to yeah. be honest. But oh, I just feel like it's it, it his shtick, his cutesy shtick is like, it's too cute now. You know what I mean? Like, we're in an era now. It's 2017. We have fucking Trump as a president. You got to do something about it. You got to, like, Seth Meyers is fucking taking it on. Stephen Colbert's taking it on. Even James Corden's taking it on. And James Corden's, like, the fucking nicest guy on the planet. Exactly. You know exactly. I mean? He's not, he doesn't even have a vested interest. No, he's British. He can't vote here. Yeah. Like, John Oliver, I think he No, he's is an American citizen. citizen now. Yeah, he got yeah. his citizenship. Yeah. I mean, John Oliver, let me put it this way. John Oliver and Samantha B are doing revolutionary things in this new political climate. And I'm so happy that both of them are on the air at all and talking about the stuff that they're talking about. Jimmy Fallon is basically doing a circus sideshow act where everybody's having a good time. From 2005. Yep, but he's still doing it. Well, but the thing is, he wasn't doing it when he was on Late Night. That's what bothers me. Like... Well, maybe he's drinking too much. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, like, he's apparently he still has the same head writer. So I don't maybe know. Maybe he needs like, a new writer. No, the same head writer from Late Night. So, hey, like, I don't know if the network is suffocating that head writer. Whatever. I've seen the other stuff this guy has done. Yeah. Of What Hot American Summer. Like, okay. he's, yeah, he's edgy. He's awesome. So, like, let them, like, raise their freak flags. Let them go back to doing the awesome stuff yeah. and weird stuff and going out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. Don't it's, know. A, it's a futile argument. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I did like the cold open, though. I thought it was great doing the whole America's Next Top Model choosing of the thing. I thought that was funny. I thought that they mm-hmm. brought the little mini Trump desk back out and he's... <laughs> Well, I the, and I hated how perfect Jimmy was as Kushner. Yeah, I mean it was it was perfect. He was really good. And then yeah. um, the monologue, like I said, I thought this was a really good monologue. I like the dancing through the hallway thing. I always like when they do that when they're just like. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it uh, a year ago. I'm sorry. I'm angry and bitter. Hey, you've got Eric Holder on. Like, I'm not out there yet, okay? You've got Eric Holder, like, fighting for your guys' rights. I know. We have some, we have the, like, anti-Eric Holders, like, fighting to suppress them. And I'm, I'm like, scared. Like, 
everything like that we're gonna have a government lockdown before i can actually go like to a different state listen you're not gonna get stuck in indiana okay they're not gonna close the borders they're automatically walls are just gonna come up around indiana or something you're gonna well i'm well well, no roads will close all (laughs) around indiana (laughs) they're pretty good at that already i'm just saying that's why i wasn't so (laughs) fun um it was good. It was fun. I liked Harry Styles in it. I loved seeing Niall Rogers. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That was nice. I, I can't hate on anything with Niall Rogers. I love him. Um, and I got so excited, let me just say, for the first sketch, is when they were going to break, and I saw the fucking Family saw Feud the family set. Feud, and I got excited, I too. Was like, I was like, yeah. I got so excited. I did. I did. Okay. What you did right now is exactly what I did. <laughs> my little happy I dance. Like, <laughs> oh my god! When Keenan does his Steve Harvey, my favorite part of his shtick is his interpretation of whatever the person's answer is, and how he like mm-hmm. then asks to see whatever on the board. Let me see some freaking dinky. <laughs> like, like yeah. And well, just, I just I just love the the Steve Harvey accent, the mustache. And no, the, it's like a like it's an accent like forced by the mustache. Well, I think it's the mustache and the teeth because you know Steve Harvey has like the yeah. big ass cap teeth, and so mm-hmm. he talks like this, and he's like, "Rubber, rubber." <laughs> Sorry, guys. And then let me just we're say, not, huge, 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 gigantic, enormous shout out to Cecily with her fucking spot on Liza. This is the best Liza I've ever seen done on SNL. She was, my mom is a gigantic Liza Minnelli fan and, and Judy Garland fan. And when she started hearing, because she was in the other room, and we're she started gonna hearing just, we're gonna... Cecily's Liza, she was like, oh my God, her Liza is good. And so the premise, by the way, it's a family feud sketch, but it's a time travel edition. 1977 versus, versus 2017. Yeah. And he's like... When in and I know what the question is on your mind. How did we make this happen? I don't know. <laughs> Which is the best answer to give when you're talking about time travel? I know that's the best matter. answer. So they have people from 1977. Um, so, and uh, by have... the way, uh, we're gonna disagree. Oh, okay. Cecily was fucking uh, spot on. She was she was great, but I thought we've had so many lies of impressions on this show. Hers is great. I think hers is the best. I'm going to well, throw it down. And I love, Chris, we, I love Kristen Wiggs. Hers is better. No, 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 no. Uh, I like, there are a lot of them that were great. It's not that. Couldn't we do anything else besides Liza? It felt like a lazy. Oh, I loved like, it. No, no. I'm saying that they chose Liza Minnelli. I know, but I'm glad they chose Liza Minnelli. She was hilarious. Cecily was okay. fucking fantastic. Then we have. Uh, she Ce- was. I just thought it was lazy. Okay, I don't think so. I disagree. Uh, well, that's what... Hey, guys, we're getting interesting. <laughs> we're getting meaty, getting meaty on this podcast. That's right. We're not agreeing. Uh-oh, watch out. Sparks are going to fly here, guys. Um, Sashir playing Diana Ross. This was fucking great. It's not fair. Why? Because of my Rudolph's iconic Diana oh, Ross. It was good, but I loved what, what uh, Keenan said. She said, I'm known for my hair or something. And Keenan's like, <laughs> like, yeah, there's 20 bald girls in India. Guess what's up? <laughs> oh, God. And Harry Styles' Mick Jagger was fucking killing me. 
I was by the dying. Way, by the way, uh, cringeworthy, like, meta moment aside, like, why would anybody go yeah. solo? That's <laughs> why just would anybody insane. in a successful band why go solo? a successful band go solo? That's just insane. That's insane. <laughs> but um, somebody wrote an article that Harry Styles is ready to host SNL. Oh, my God, yes. I, I give a massive thumbs up to that. I, I would... I would be okay on board with him hosting the season premiere next year. After this episode, I I agree a hundred percent. Two thumbs Bring up. Bring on down on to Stylesville. Oh yeah, he was he was good. This okay, this Harry invitation... Styles. Harry, Harry Styles is uh, you can't see it. Okay, what? Harry Styles greater than Justin Timberlake. Oh okay, I I have to see him do a whole thing. I I did he enjoy him a lot. Movie. God, I don't know. Justin I'm... Timberlake's. Uh, I thought for sure J- JT was going to be on, and they were going to do uh, the Barry Gibbs talk show, which I would have been stoked on. I love the Barry because Gibbs that, talk show. That's the best. Jimmy Fallon is on that. Well, uh, spoilers coming later on one character they did bring back, which I actually did like this character. So I didn't. I had. I did not expect that at all. No, I know. So I was happy, but that's that's later. So um. Harry, Harry Styles is Mick Jagger, so good. And then Jimmy is John Travolta from the Bring Back, uh, Welcome Back Cotter days with the feathered hair, and he's talking like, oh, my God, it's so And weird. the worst 70s jean jacket I've ever seen. I know, it's awesome. It's so terrible. No, it's, no, it's, no but it's not authentic. It looks like it was, like, taken from, like, a human doll's, like, <laughs> jean jacket. It looks like it's never seen any wear and tear well, in its they didn't, life. They it's didn't terrible. Well, you could get mad at it's the costume terrible. people then. Be mad at the costume. Yeah. That's not Jimmy's choice. That's the costume people. Okay, but it's... Okay, this sketch is gimmicky. Okay, and then on the 2017 side, we have Kate doing the fucking most spawn on Kristen best Stewart ever, 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 ever. I and you am, know. I wish she would have brought know, this out when Kristen Stewart was on the show. Oh, you know, Kristen watched this and was like, "Oh, girl, oh no!" Can but we ship like, that? remember when? Remember oh, can when? We ship them? Can we ship them? Oh, I would ship them a hundred percent. But could, do you oh, remember when? When fucking Vanessa did Miley to Miley on the show? Yes. That was fucking great. That's what I'm saying. Kate should have done okay, fucking Kristen. Okay, well maybe to, they were crushing on each other. Maybe they were crushing on each other too much. Isn't I would with somebody? Yeah, no, I, isn't she with someone? I thought she's with someone. Yeah, she's with a Victoria's Secret model. Whatever. But we're but, are we shipping them? Are we shipping Kate no, and Kristen? We, we need Kristen and Kate together. Like this is substance with substance. It's a little May Decembery, but all right. What? No, it's like a five-year difference. Is it? How old is no, Kate? Four. Oh, that's Kate? right. I'm a lot older than no, Kate. No, no, Kate's my age. And Kristen is how I don't remember. I can't Kate, remember. Uh, no, Kristen's like 27 and Kate's like 34. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. Stella, like her girlfriend right now, I think it's like 22. Eh, that's not, well, that's not that weird. But I've said, well... You thought it wasn't for no one for a second. For some reason, I thought Kate McKinnon was like my age, and apparently, I'm you know I'm super. No, old, so. she's no, she. I think she might be a year or two younger than me. Yeah, you look. Kristen, I'm, Kristen's turning twenty seven this year. Okay, and Kate, Kate McKinnon. Oh, she's a wee baby. She was born in eighty four, so I'm, it's too much maths for me right now. 
So, yeah, so she's turning uh, 33. She's turning, yeah. So she's a wee baby. Yeah, I'm 40. I'm turning 41. I okay, know. It's good. I it's good. That, it's good. I 27, 33. That's a, you know. That's cute. That's yeah. No, that's that works perfect. Listen, my and girlfriend she, is sorry, my girlfriend I'm is five sorry. years younger than me, so I'm not one to talk about younger people. Well, and I think she looks like she could be like in her mid twenties. Oh, I, this has nothing to do with how Kate McKinnon looks. This has zero to do. I get carded at Trader Joe's, okay, and I laugh at the people because they're way young. <laughs> they can well, be my children. These people. Well, I get carded everywhere, but. Because it's state law, if you look like <laughs> so, you, you know, you are young and vivacious and beautiful. So just calm yourself down, all right, people yeah. out there in the internets and podcast land. Colleen is hot. That's right, and she's making the goofiest face. Right, just, <laughs> just, just, just not today. Just not today. Every day, every day, every day. Every now, day. Listen, every do day. I ship Kate McKinnon and Kristen Stewart? Yes. Because I fucking love both of them, and that would be like the ultimate power lesbian couple. I th- I think they'd be a good pair. I think they'd be great. First of all, like Kate- it's so weird that I feel like Kate, you can do, or I'm sorry, I feel like Kristen, you could do so much better than a supermodel. <laughs> well, you know, it's like it's like go with somebody who gets you. Yeah, I know. Well. Trust me, uh, from experience, definitely go with the person who gets you. Let me just, uh, and and also, not kids, saying, get yourself. Uh, from... Not saying that a supermodel <laughs> couldn't get you. I'm I just... know. she's She can be beautiful and smart. Mm-hmm. That, that is possible. No, I just like that idea. Yeah. Now I that we've care. gone off on a 10-minute rant about Kate uh, doing Kristen Stewart, <laughs> but it was so brilliant. It's so fucking brilliant. And then um, we have Melissa being Gwen Stefani, which was great. She did a really yeah. good job. And then uh, Pete is being David Blaine. And then Jimmy is being 2017 John Travolta with the terrible hair. And the- oh, well, and by, oh, and the, but I will say I'm going to get, okay. I don't know what I need to do, but I will give Jimmy credit. I know that he like differentiated his um, 1977. Yeah. With his 2017. I appreciate appreciated the nuance with the voices yeah he did he did a good job and he was running fucking back and forth and i love how keenan's stalling for time while he's changing costumes and he's just like like giving a thing and then harry styles in the background is just like still like full make like uh, with his face I know. His and well and also fun fact um jimmy actually did a halfway decent um impression of david blaine during a promo for when he hosted the MTV BMAs. Ah, I did not and, see that. Yeah. Yeah. I did not see that. So that's so, and this hey, is deep the, dive nerd. The highlight, yeah, that was super, super deep. The highlight of the sketch, of course, is Keenan um, with all of his commentary about the people, and then uh, the only people that get called up to do the actual feud part are Liza versus Kristen Stewart, which was fantastic. It was really funny. Do yourself like if you. Watch something from this show. Tune in for this because it's like this oh, skit see, is. I this have, I have cool. different. I, I have different opinions well, about I think, what you should. Uh, I have I have a lot of things in this episode that I like, but I really like this sketch. Well, I liked how he described uh, Kristen Stewart as, "What well, you look like a witch cursed you not to smile, but you're trying <laughs> to do it anyway." 
Oh, Keenan. Oh. And then the next sketch was it's a digital <laughs> short, Legally Blonde the musical, but the middle I school would. the middle school version. I I don't know what it is about AD Bryant. I but when crying. she is playing like a kid, I fucking totally believe her. I just like I am transported back to middle school. She's got the braces on. She's super awkward on the stage. I was this crying. was hilarious. No. no, it was for me. It was Kate McKinnon's hair and glasses. Oh my god, yes. That was like so many girls I was in high school, like or middle uh, school with, yeah. like, and. Like the translation from expectations yeah. to, they're like all super confident. Oh they're my do all this God. stuff, and then they're on stage, and they're. <laughs> and I love at the end. They're like, the original production doesn't have wires, but we have it. Ours gives it something extra, and then Amy Bryant just gets yanked straight up, and she's smashing into the set, and then her nose is bleeding. She's like, I think I'm getting my period, <laughs> and I laugh so hard because. When I was in middle school, I was getting nosebleeds all the time. And I, was, I said to my mom, I think I'm getting my period at my <laughs> no, nose. No, you didn't. I no, did. you didn't. I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I was getting them so much. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? My in, in high school? <laughs> in high school? In French class? My mom knew how to trigger a nosebleed to get herself out of class. Oh my god, I love it! And also, you know that <laughs> Kyle, your favorite Kyle Mooney, <sighs> Hands McGee. Yes, there was so much Kyle hands in this episode. Too much Kyle hands. All right. Well, in real life, when I was the lead in The Mouse That Roared, which oh god, that was such a oh god, it was. Faster. Anyways, <laughs> um, there was supposed to be a kiss mm. with me and my male co-star, and they cut it because the dude did not want to kiss me. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm serious. Jeez, Louise. And also, during the Sunday matinee, the fire alarm went off <laughs> in the middle of our production. Oh, no. So we just to make like we just tried to like hit the deck like it was like part of the part of the production <laughs> we just tried to play into it at first oh god so this is like ridiculously relatable oh yeah this is like every junior high production ever it's so ridiculous i loved it this was really funny um you didn't even i mean you couldn't understand anything they were fucking saying i'm not familiar with legally blonde the musical so i don't know any of the songs that they were I'm attempting to sing but it was very funny um, the next sketch is another digital short. Take uh, me back. I, is that what you're going to call it? I was calling it just serenade, but yeah, the take me back sketch. And I want to say one thing about this. I'm so mad about the sketch. Okay. So one thing that pissed me off about this sketch is anyone, um, has watched, uh, shit. What's the name of that show with LL Cool J and Chrissy Teigen? Lip sync. Thank battle. you. So lip sync battle. Jimmy Fallon like produces. Yeah, but okay. So so let me just say this. He stole from Anna Kendrick in his costuming because when Anna Kendrick went on, she was going up against John Krasinatsky. and Krasinski. Yeah, that's what I said. Chris, blah blah blah. His last name. <laughs> Super. Could you go? I'm gonna take another sip of Rosie. Take a sip and then say the name. Um, Krasinski. 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 Yeah. I said it? Okay. Yep. So, 
Um, she's up against John Krasinski. She came out first with her song. And the song she was doing was, of course, a One Direction song. Everybody's trying to steal my girl. Oh, hold on. One second. This is why I'm so happy I'm a lesbian. That's all I'm saying. Honestly, <laughs> like, from my experience with females in general, I mean, you're lucky. I'm lucky? Yes. I'm lucky because with my, Jen. Yes. Yes, I am lucky. It's people. It's people to people because, honestly, like, I'm like, there's people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, no, it's like people in general. I'm like, no, I don't like either of you. I just want to go away for a while. Yeah, no, I get it. I get you. All right, I'm going to circle back. Okay. So on Lip Sync Battle, uh, Anna Kendrick comes out and she's doing the One Direction, Everybody Wants to Steal My Girl song. And she's doing the little thing. And then right when she gets into the chorus, she rips open her jacket and she has the heart with yeah. a picture oh, of Emily Blunt yeah. on it. And she's singing to John and everybody's cracking up and the and the screen next to her has pic- huge pictures of Emily and it's like she's like, you know, petting the screen and all stuff. And it's really funny. And so like So that Jimmy I'm, did that, I was like, really and then of course the sketch was about a girl named Jen. And it made me laugh well, the whole time. And also everybody knows that that's the worst Savage Garden song. I know. And Savage Garden had some good hits. They did. Like, I, no, I held up, I record, like, you know, here you had the tape recorder where yeah. you could record the radio. Doing, I thought he was doing Say Anything. I thought he was going to do that song. He had a little Lloyd well, Dauber kind of, you know, fucking trench coat maybe on. Maybe they couldn't get the rights, but the song is, like, the worst. Like, And then they made it sound I, even worse than it already yeah. does. I mean... I had to I had to explain to my mom this is an actual song. Like it's just lazy. It's so lazy. Well, the sketch the sketch you know what the sketch reminded me of when I was at summer camp. Every session, um, we'd do a talent show, and every session the staff would do one specific sketch. It was called the J.C. Penny sketch. Okay, and the first time you see the J.C. Penny sketch, it cracks you up. Because you see all these people and it's just like two people walking from each side of the stage and they meet in the center and they're complimenting each other on certain pieces of their clothing. Like, oh, wow, I like your shirt. Where'd you get? Oh, JCPenney. Oh, I like your shoes. Where'd you get them? JCPenney. So all these people are complimenting individual pieces of clothing. And at the very end, a guy comes out in a barrel and he's got no clothes on. He's just in a barrel. And some another person comes out and says, oh, my God, what's what happened to you? Why don't you have any clothes on? He says, I'm JCPenney. Mm-hmm. And when you're like 12, that's super funny the first time you see it. Well, I feel like that's the whole concept for this entire show. No, I feel like it just specifically for this sketch. The Family Feud thing was good. I liked it way more than you did. I know. Oh, well, yeah. And I, and you just, oh, we just talked about the Legally okay, Blonde musical, you, which was good. Yeah, I think like that's more like what you were talking about than this sketch. Oh, you think so? I think this sketch is just straight like formula bullshit. Stupid. Well, it's formula, like, crap. But I did like the very end, though. I did like how they brought it around to last week. Like, by the way, I've been looking. Everybody thinks that this was, like, like, people who I respect as SNL critics have said this is, this was, like, the best one. This sketch? Yes! No! I was like, no, they're drunk. This was terrible. (laughs) It was awful. This was awful. The his his rendition of truly madly deeply was borderline homophobic, like effeminate, like gross. Yeah, no, I didn't um, like it at all. 
Why is the guy and, so, and, so awkward? Like, why is the twist at... No, a twist at the end. The twist at the end... Uh, guys, spoiler alert. This is actually one of the few SNL sketches where you need a spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. First, she says, I'm not taking you back because you just dragged a guy off a plane to Jimmy and kicks him out. And then she's apologizing to Beck, saying, oh, I'm sorry about that. And she's like, why don't you tell me what you do? And he says... Well, no, Jimmy turns out to be the guy who was one of the cops who dragged the guy, the doctor off the United flight. And then Beck Bennett, if you guys listen to us, uh, (laughs) you'll remember, uh, Beck Bennett confesses that he was the guy who came up with the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial. (laughs) Which, that's a great twist, but it's not worth the shit asking execution you know what my mom said first when they were like about to start they were making out on the couch and then there's a knock on the door my mom's like is it the shark (laughs) like they're gonna bring back the 70s shark the land shark oh my god please please bring it back (laughs) that would have been funnier that would have been funnier if they just brought the fucking land shark back oh my god right oh my god ACIU 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 Okay, and then we go to, I'm sorry, my favorite fucking sketch of the night. Uh, we're at the White House Christmas Easter egg roll. And the Easter Bunny the comes way. out. The Easter Bunny comes out. And P.S. It's spicy. Well, when they said Easter Bunny, <laughs> I was like, ah. I did the, ah. <laughs> And Melissa I got McCarthy brung it. I got one of the two things I wanted for this episode. You got Melissa McCarthy back. I wanted, uh, I'm putting this out there. Okay. I wanted Kate McKinnon. To come back as Merkel, because guys, um, Merkel and Obama are gonna have a meeting together in May. I'm so And we it. all. Oh yes, my Barack. <laughs> my Barack has come back. <laughs> like stealing one of his gloves apparently did work. I know she um, brought him back to her. But I thought about it, and they're probably gonna wait until after the meeting for her to comment on it. So. Yeah. But um, I thought this, like, seemed a bit off, and then I found out why. Mm, why? She, she was not in New York. Right. She was somewhere else taping that. that she was, was like, in L.A. Right. Yeah, I knew she so, wasn't I knew she wasn't anywhere on their set, just from the lighting and everything else. I was like, oh, that's not. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, uh, watch this with fresh eyes. This was taped uh, not that's why she didn't have any interaction with cast members. Right, there's because, no, there's no pool. There's no press pool or anything for her to right, run over with the because, golf cart. Yeah, because <laughs> she was thousands of miles away from them. So I was, I don't even give a fuck. I was so stoked just watching her with the suit on, with the bunny suit over the spicy suit. And well, because he did, you know, he was the white, the bunny at the white house, the white house Easter egg roll. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Okay, I have to send you a picture. During the W administration, he was the Easter Bunny at the uh, egg roll. Oh, shit. You did not know that. I didn't know that. That's how I knew it was him. That is hilarious. When I saw saw a message from the Easter Bunny, I was like, oh, it's spicy. And she, she brung it, her explaining Passover was so ridiculous. With, with the she... fundamentalist veggie tales. <laughs> and I, let me just say, the ultimate uh, crouching tiger hidden dreidel. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's went... got levels. 
it's just, oh man, when, when she's going off on like, you know, he bombed Syria while eating the most beautiful cake America has ever seen. And that's a fact. <laughs> oh, by the way, I did have a bit of a Miss Cleo. He said, Ahmad, you know. Oh yeah, Felicia <laughs> Okay, and I was so mad that I didn't tell you again. Because I thought, I said to myself, when he said, like, Ashad, uh-huh. I thought, well, Ahmad Rashad is probably the only Muslim name he's even remotely familiar with. So he probably combined them, and that's how he got Ashad. Yeah. And, I, and they made a joke about it. <laughs> they did make a joke about it. And then my other favorite line was, like, when I said Holocaust centers, I know that was wrong. Of course that's meant- wrong. What I meant was... Concentration, Concentration clubs. clubs. <laughs> I almost fell off my couch. It was so ridiculous and stupid. But it feels like something he would have said. I know. Like, I feel like she's just channeling his inner monologue when she's doing the spicy. Like somehow she has tapped into No, his you know what he should have said? Concentration clubs, which they would not have been let in anyway. <laughs> Oh my god! Just, I'm sorry, but same. Melissa McCarthy as Spicy is so fucking delicious, and I love also. Can I just say everyone is calling Spicer Spicy now? It's just like his I fucking know. name. His and name I love the Veggie Tales. As oh my god, the the, the, the no, human no, Veggie no, Tale and the Pharaoh Veggie notes, Tale. Yeah, what I put in my notes was fundamental fundamentalist vegetables. Goy Swain Passover. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Then Harry Styles comes out for his first set. Um, my only comment is that suit was disgusting and so, so British. I don't um, care. He sounded fantastic. I had heard this song, like, on the radio the day before. Are you uh, into it more? I'm into I'm into it. And I really, he live, he was good. I'm into it. Um, and then we start uh, a Weekend Update, which was pretty yeah, good. I'm sorry. No, I think this was the best of oh, the year. I don't think so. No, uh, guests aside, I think Che and Jost were the were at their oh, absolute. Best. I don't know. Last week was better for me. No, oh, okay, but I liked it. I liked it. I loved it. I love how they're referring to uh, you know Kim Jong Un as the Harry Styles of North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's like Florida. It's like the North Korea of America. <laughs> Seriously, uh, like, none of our jokes felt like something I had seen on Twitter. No, it was good. It was good. What, I, oh, God. Listening for, oh, um, you don't know what cakes I've seen. Yeah, that was great. That whole bit that Che was like, you don't know what I know. Yeah. <laughs> you just know, like, the, the most beautiful chocolate cake you've ever seen. You don't know what cakes I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then they were talking about, uh, oh, Mike Pence was going to Florida or whatever. And for Mike Pence, going south is a sin. And I just mm-hmm. like, just Joe's face when he said that, like, was like. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we had um, Jacob, the bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah boy, come out. I, I think this, this was, was this their sponsored content for the show? Because he just kept talking about Papa John's pizza. Oh, my God. That's a good point. Because it was like, he's talking about but everything. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> but it's no Papa John's. Which is ironic because uh, Papa John is a big Trump supporter. I, I don't know. I 
I thought this was the best that Chain uh, just have been so far. They were um, good. I thought the Jacob thing went on too long, and it wasn't as funny oh, as it absolutely. usually is. It wasn't as funny as it usually is. Vanessa was really, like, going for it. And then we had, I'm sorry, and this has nothing to do with Kyle's hands. And he kept trying. But the, it was so bad. It was so bad. Them. Even the audience was like quiet and I felt so bad for Kyle because he's playing a comic who's bombing always, but even the parody of a bombing comic. Do you know the history of Bruce Chandling? You enlighten me. The silence is the point. Like he's like gunning for silence. It's so bad. It makes me feel so awful. I used to hate it. And then I started reading more into it and I was like, Oh, like, it's like, I hate how, like, it's like a concept of a bad comedian. Yeah. But once I started reading all these think pieces, I was like, oh, I get it. (laughs) And I started liking it. And I hate myself for liking it. (laughs) It was just so. It's like Bruce Chandling hating himself. Oh, that um, was so sad. I don't, in not being able to remember what it feels like to be pissed. <laughs> that was so sad. It made me like, just like. See, you're laughing though. No, but it made me sad. I was just so sad for Kyle. But you're like laughing and you're sad at the same time. I think that's the point. I know, but I would just feel terrible if I was seeing this person in real life as a comedian. I know. That's the point is that it's not real life. Okay, well, that's good. Um, well, I know. I, I can't believe I'm actually, like, a Bruce Chandling apologist. Now. I think you are a tiny bit. <laughs> I am. I am. Mike Ryan, damn you. <sighs> All right, and then we have uh, what I'm going to call the Civil War sketch. Uh... Um, I This, to me, was... It was uneven. I did like the weird remixing thing happening, but it just was like... Mm. I don't know, at least we got a little Bobby, so I was excited about that. I liked his role in it, but... Party in my parents' house. That would have been cool, like, ten years ago, but not now. I'm Um, telling you, it's just the cutification. The cutification of Jimmy Fallon has has reached peak cutification, and he has to reinvent himself now. He just can't... it, It was uncomfortable for me to watch. Well, that and Harry Styles' beard falling off constantly. Well, no, he like, I appreciate that because he was like, "Oh, it happens." I leaned into it. Yeah. Hey, um, we may do a Harry versus Justin standoff in the future. That would be fun. Yeah, because I'd be down to watch know, that. The thing is, he seems like grateful to be there, not yes. like, "Look at me, I'm charismatic. <laughs> Look at me." Like, no, I, I agree with you. He was really good. I really liked him on the episode. And he I saved this sketch Harry from being Styles. a total disaster. I was, like, I avoided One Direction like the plague. I like Harry Styles. I listened to a few of their songs. I like their songs. I've seen, I did not see the movie. I did not go see that. But I, I do appreciate some of their songs, and I have seen them perform live. And they're, they're good. talented. They're very talented. And I, like, I think I think Harry Styles has a future in acting. I mean, I'm going to say it now. You heard it here first. I think Dunkirk. he has a future. No, I know. Dunkirk. I know. Dunkirk. He's in Dunkirk. I said it. I said it last. You week. did say it. I'm saying on our podcast. I'm thinking he has a good. I think he has a future. Um, when is Dunkirk coming out? This is summer, right? Like June. I think so. Something yeah, like that. I'll look that. I don't know. 
All right. Um, and then we have another digital short, Ugh. the turtle shirt by Swag. No. People thought this was great. Oh my god! I was like, Why? It was the worst. It was stupid. It was like, okay, so your shirt turns into a shell that you can hide your face in. You're still fucking standing there, you dumb shit. Exactly. You're still in and the you room. Know, no, you know why? Because it had Lil Johns turned down for what? Turned down you for cannot, what? You cannot hate anything with I can't. that song. I can't. A friend of mine, uh, my god sister, shout out to Pascal, who does not listen to the podcast because she's not cool like that. But um, she had, as soon as, like, all the old people like me and other people were leaving, that was the first song the DJ played at her wedding. <laughs> Turn down for what? It was the first time I'd ever heard it. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, literally, like, I'm Mich- like, the old no, person, Mich- like, what? Michelle Obama even did a variation on it about healthy food. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, that song, you can't hate anything involving that song. People love that song. But it's still. But I, that, I did. The I hated this. I hated so, this commercial. I hated it. It, it was, was so bad. It was I so hated awful. it so it much. Just, it just got worse. It just, you know, and the whole thing with Vanessa getting scalped and like the thing and oh god, capped. It was by so bad. Like or something. why? I mean, come it was on. So it's much just, effort for nothing. No, it's just for stupid. a nothing burger. For swag, you know, they just yeah. wanted to do a sketch with swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so the next sketch is. I'm going to call the Harvard orientation sketch. Have it. I was shocked. I know. This was... I did not. My Miss Cleo Powers, like, uh, Brian Klosterman, shout out. No one saw, no one saw this cameo. Blockbuster podcast, Brian Klosterman ca- called this. Okay. He told me. Go for it. He was like, oh, I thought a Celine Denise sketch would show up. Yeah. I did not. I did not. I all. love that Rachel Dratch came back for this. Is she a vampire? She looks good. She looks like the same. She has not aged in at least 15 years. I love that there are now parents who are touring their their daughter, who's played by Kate McKinnon. But she needed to be, like, just openly, like, an asshole and then smart instead of the other way around. Because she was too nice? Yeah. Like, I get it. You're embarrassed by your parents, whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I thought their thing. I thought it didn't really do her anything until the point. Her wig was awesome, but the sketch didn't really push it until the very end, where um, Alex Moffat is is telling everyone the names of the dorms, and he's like, uh, I can't remember the first two, but he's like, and then over here we have Hurlbutt, and then Jimmy, like they had left, and Jimmy comes back. Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? What's the name of that dorm? Is it? Did you Hurlbutt. say Hurlbutt? Hurlbutt. And then they have this whole but- thing on. But I feel like that whole sketch was wasted. It was like just basically like because they can't they can't say what they used to say anymore. Because even Jimmy was, pointed that out. No, 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 no. It was like epilogue and then joke. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's true. But they didn't even push their characters really. You are no. You exactly, are exactly no. They didn't do that enough. Yeah. Like I mean, I want like their daughter to have a dumbass boyfriend. Played by Mikey Day, Mikey Day, ideally. That would have been awesome. They could have put it in a different scenario and it would have gone over better. Yeah, I'll, the only note I wrote on that was Rachel Dratch and Hurlbutt. Um, yeah. No, I, I wrote, uh, is Rachel Dratch a vampire because she has <laughs> not aged? And she, she needs she needs to host SNL. Please, please, Lauren, please. 
he has all the characters. Please, please bring Rachel, and she can do Debbie Downer, and she, oh, please. All I'm, of I'm them. begging you. Just everything. Bring back all of Rachel's characters. And she's got going. a series that I think is going to be on NBC. What's here, what's, what show is that? With, uh, you go, Jenna Elfman. Oh, nope, not watching it. Oh, yeah, because she's, know, on, she's right? on Imaginary Mary. It's already on. It's on ABC, and it's fucking tanking because Jenna Elfman can't fucking carry a show anymore. It's going to be gone exactly. in another episode. It's awful. People hate it. See, that's how much I won't watch a show with Jenna Elfman is that I didn't even know it started. Oh, P.S. Jenna Elfman, before the premiere of the show, decides to do a Reddit AMA, which <laughs> got set on fire. It was a night. It was so great. It was it so was, great. First of all, the Scientology, uh, pro Scientology people, Scientologists created fucking dummy accounts like an hour before the AMA. They're sitting there. How do you stay looking so young? What's your secret to vitality? You know, all these bullshit questions. And then the rest of Reddit just fucking lit Jenna on fire. They just <laughs> poured on gasoline. And it was, was like, so amazing. Oh, God. It was I loved it. I Can loved I just say, it. Dear Scientologists, don't fucking go on Reddit and do an AMA. Are you it? Do you do you know what the Internet is? Do you know? If you're a Scientologist, don't do a hashtag that says ask your name. No. Nope. Nope. Because uh, the internet is going to set you on fire. Twitter set her on fire. Uh, Reddit set her on fire. I don't think she had enough block capability to block all the people that were saying shit to her. It was brilliant. I loved it. Thank you, internets, uh, for for that classic, classic Reddit takedown of uh, a Scientology shill. And that's it, honestly, it's not even just her that's ruining the show. The one main review that I saw of like the pilot episode was that the kids on the show are just fucking assholes, and there's like there's no reason to even like them. So not only is Jenna completely, I, my oh my god, I have way too much to say about this. But well, no, the thing that, the thing I, that I, I found it. it's like ironic about this pen, sixteen hundred pen. I feel the same way about. I love the guy who, like, was a creator of the podcast. Right. But I want to ask him, what the fuck were you thinking casting Jenna Elfman as First Lady opposite one of the most beloved, like, first, like, presidents in terms of, like, film? Like, what the fuck were you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for me... uh... The, the thing that I found ironic and that I would have asked her and that I would ask ABC is here's a, here's a woman who the character is a, is a woman who's now uh, a commitment phobe who enters into a, a very serious romantic relationship with a guy who has three children. She is childless. And this whole situation becomes a stress trigger that brings back her imaginary friend from childhood. Was now giving her oh, this terrible oh, advice. So oh, my thing is, hmm, you have Jenna Elfman hmm, playing hmm. a woman who is essentially having a mental breakdown. And I was, I, I literally wanted to ask her. So which episode is Mary going to see the psychologist in to get diagnosed as bipolar? Um, because that would be fucking brilliant. I would love to see Scientology defend Jenna in uh playing a mental patient because that's basically what this person is at some point this character has to get help this character has to go to a mental professional did you ever see right said fred yes it's basically right said fred not right said fred it's the um uh oh the drop dead fred drop dead fred yeah right said fred's a band 
Yeah. Right? Sorry. Yeah. No, Drop Dead Fred. It's Drop Dead Fred, but it's also um uh in combination with, but not as good as. Uh, shit, what was the one with Robert Downey Jr.? Where he, oh, Heart and Souls. Uh, Heart and Souls. Wait, where they died? Yeah, but it's like the same thing. He was the only one who could see him. What's the difference between an imaginary friend and ghosts? Nothing. Well, because an imaginary friend is imaginary and ghosts are, are real. probably a little... Well, <laughs> if you're putting... You're positing that both of them are real. You're positing that both of them are real. I'm just basically saying same difference. You know what I mean? I'm saying the concept is like you have a person who can only see certain people and their and their communication to them is influencing their daily life. That's all I'm saying. It's the same same kind of concept. Drop Dead Fred was great. I love that show. Uh, that I movie. did too. It was a yeah. great movie. If you listen, if you've never seen they, it, Netflix, you know what? The hell they should that. reboot it as a show. That would be great. Right. That would work. But hey, don't, guys, PS, don't use Jenna Elfman for things. We're here. We're here. Also, don't use Jenna Elfman. And, you know, and, and as as just Ever. a side note, Kirstie Alley, you know, has made the announcement on Twitter that, you know, uh, she's going to be back on the airwaves, but not on network television. And we all must know Scientology bought up the old KCET studios uh, a few years back and has finished revamping them to now Scientology Media Productions. And apparently they've come to some form of agreement with, you know, Comcast or some bullshit to have a channel. Somebody gave these dipshits Comcast? a fucking channel. And they're going to have a channel where apparently uh, Kirstie is going to be having a show that she's going to put on. And there's a rumor that Tom Cruise is going to have some sort of Oprah-esque talk show that he's going to host on this network. And gee, I wonder, I wonder who the advertisers will be. Who is going to buy ad time? Could it be... Mm, Satan? Satan? <laughs> no, it'll be the church. Shilling no, their no, shit. I, mean, I no. Is... I was just no. I was just thinking: Is Tommy Laren gonna try to go there? Uh, no, she won't because she's not a Scientologist. Um, they... I know, but she wants fame. No, but Greta Van Susteren is, she... and she's slinging her shit on MSNBC. Yeah, that's gross. Don't get but me started. I'm saying, but I'm saying, uh, Tommy Laren is young and desperate. Tommy Laren's gonna get picked up by somebody. She's young and blonde. Well, I said if Bill O'Reilly has to leave, he'll start a like an upstart, and Tommy Laren will be on there. Scientology is launching this so that they can control all the information that Scientologists get, and they're going to only allow Scientologists to watch that channel, and they're going to put news well, I feel on like, it. I feel like that's how Trump got elected. Like they took the media strategy of Scientologists. No, they took the media strategy. And so I forget. I'm. I'm. Gonna, I forget who put this video out, but it was on the AJ. Uh, Facebook page, and I have to look up who the girl is, but she nailed it. She said Trump is the ShamWow salesman of politics. And mm-hmm. she plays a clip of him uh, from the uh, campaign trail where he's talking about, um, you know, uh, something's going to be the best, it's going to be the greatest thing you've ever seen, da da da. And she's like, this is exactly how he sold his Trump steaks. And then she plays a clip of the Trump steaks infomercial, and it's the same speech. Mm-hmm. It's the same speech. I mean, mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. He's doing a constant infomercial. But I mean, doing. like, the gaslighting aspect. Mm. Well, there's that, yeah. Now yeah, and, like, people. going after your enemies and, like, yeah, doing it in the press. I feel like they helped. Oh, well, yeah, the he it is the Scientology playbook, 100%. I mean, half of the things that come out of his mouth, I feel like sometimes maybe he is a secret Scientologist. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, for real. 
And I, and I say this from experience, kids. I uh, grew up in Scientology, spent 26 years in there. So, yeah, I, I know what I'm talking about. But, yeah. Um, so, where were we? We were at the Harvard sketch. <laughs> okay, so then Harry Styles comes out um, for his last time. I didn't like oh. this song as much as the first one. It was like... Oh, I liked it, but it I liked okay. the tone. I want to hear it on his record. Yeah, I think I, I think I would be interested to hear the rest of his record, to give it a shot and see what's up with it. I felt like the mics weren't done properly. Something was off. The production was off a little bit. Yeah, because his voice is obviously very strong. Yeah. And I felt like the volume and the mics were off. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, apparently, according to the Twitter, um, this is the one that might, or might be about Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. Well, she did the, you know. I can't remember the fucking song. Um, like trouble. No, not uh, not trouble wasn't about him. It was the, out of um, the woods. No, nope. yeah, no trouble was. I hate that I know this because. Oh, okay. I, well, then she wrote another song that was sort of very complimentary yeah. about him too on the '89 album, and I can't remember. Hang on. That's right, kids. I have that downloaded. So she did it out of the woods. It's not, but it's not that one though. Okay, that was about their snowmobiling accident. Yeah, but that's not the one I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about... Where are you, Taylor Swift, on my iTunes? Yes, I have Taylor Swift on my iTunes, everyone. I bought the whole 1989 album, Judge Away. Style. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's all about Harry Styles. Not just because it's called Style, but the the lyrics talking about him and stuff. Yeah, look about him. So... Uh, okay, so then we come to the last digital short, which I'm just going to call the basketball oh my God. short, which was... This was amazing. This is so good. <laughs> this was the best sketch this late. Yeah, this is a great This is a great last sketch. This is and one of the best Mikey ones. Day, we hurt you. Because <laughs> yeah, Mikey Day, as a physical comedian... Fantastic. He's okay, fantastic. Okay, so it's Keenan plays it's like a coach carter type thing exactly where keenan plays the basketball coach finding somebody playing like street ball Mm -hmm. which is pete davidson who is making more and more appearances very happy yeah again for pete davidson yeah his david Um, blaine was very good earlier on too and yeah it's nice to see him coming into his own besides his weekend update points um but uh saying you were not tryouts. Well, da, 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 da. and then we see. And so Jimmy Fallon Jim- and Mikey Day are supposed to be background acting, just, you know, like playing some basketball, just like generally, you know, not doing anything too distracting. Just supposed to be like, you know, pass the ball, shoot it a little bit. Like they're just continuing to play behind them. But what happens oh, instead? And, it, <laughs> and Alex Moffat is the director yeah. who says, okay, cut. Okay, guys, we need this to be like more low key. You guys, do you guys know how to play basketball? Well, and Mikey Day said, well, I took some modern movement classes at Juilliard. And then, uh... Oh, Jimmy says... Jimmy said something else. No, Jimmy said he was in... He was in... He was in the Broadway production of Basketball Diaries. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was... And then, Al- oh, and then was Alex... Awesome. And then Alex was like... Okay. He's like, right. oh, you guys have no idea how to play basketball. <laughs> uh, he was, he's basically like giving up at, at that one point. point. They're just hugging. And he's like, can you guys, guys stop hugging? 
No, that was at the end. But before that, if you guys like to see white dudes getting hit in the face with basketballs, yes, you will love the sketch, and it's worth it. But let me like, just say one thing that so happened good. when the ball got wedged between the hoop and the board. Oh and they're my throwing god! Their that, that was at like it. I'm like that's like, exactly what you do on the ball. You throw your shoe. You throw another ball. You're like, that was like me in middle school. That was like people I taught in middle school. Yeah. I was like. It's it's probably the most relatable sketch I've seen in SNL in a long time. And once again, Keenan just acting with his face when he's getting distracted by the guys and he's looking sort. Of, and then Jimmy looks straight into the camera. Don't look at don't look straight into the camera. <laughs> he's just mm-hmm. like staring into it. <laughs> it was uh, great. That was oh, great. I loved it. I and loved that it. was the end. That's all she wrote, kids. For no, that but one. like no, but like that sketch cannot be under like sold. I'm sorry, but like. You should see what's it. it. People C- should see it. No, what's it? Was it CG? Like the force? I don't know. I think that was an actual basketball hitting them in the face. How are they alive? <laughs> I got hit in the face plenty of times with basketballs, and I'm perfectly I know, but fine. that many times, that many times, like you just take it on the okay. forehead. You know, they're all right. As long as it doesn't hit the temple, it's fine. Yeah, then they're good. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was good. And then after, oh, the, I loved it. And they made the ball flat. They flattened it. So then they had like a rubber ball after. And then <laughs> they had like a dodgeball. Oh, it was ridiculous. And oh, I loved it, was, it. It was amazing. Just Pete trying not to break the whole no, time. He's like holding the well, scene. And Mikey, Mikey's physical comedy. He's really good. And guys, and guys, if you hate Jimmy Fallon, you get to see him like <laughs> face plant. Yeah, so like yeah, hard, hard, very hard. All right, and then they came I, out. For I the, was happy. I was good. And then they came out for the good nights, which were good. Um, he, he thanked everybody. Sure. Sure. I thought he was. What was wrong with his good nights? No, he was good. Everybody else looked very tired when Alec wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> he went home. Is that the life force they need? I think so. I don't know. Everybody. I mean, it was. I just thought I think everybody were on edge because it was no, live I, coast to coast, and so they were a little. I think they were a little more on edge I, about that. I have a different theory about that, but okay, go for it. What's what's the alter what's the alternative facts? Okay, the general feeling I have about this episode is that a lot of the humor felt very stale, yeah, and very dated, and that has to be very frustrating and exhausting when you have a high energy host, but you have to be restricted in terms of like a certain tone of humor. Yeah, like, I feel like. They were tired. Yeah. And then, wait, it's not It's not back next week. It's two weeks. Um, May 6th. No, it's three weeks. Yeah, I was going to say it's three weeks. Three weeks. So they're a three and weeks it, hiatus. And then who, we have Chris, uh, Pine. Chris Pine hosting with who's the musical guest? Um, They said it in the thing. Is it LCD sound system? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think Which so. Is, like, like, we got cred, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm excited for Chris Pine. I want to see oh, him so excited. take the I think piss that, out of himself. No, I think I think the cast is super excited. He's gonna be edgy. He's gonna he's gonna push it. He's been and dude, Homeboy cried at like the glo- that song Glory mm-hmm. during the Oscars. Yeah. They cut to him and he was crying. He's woke, he gets it, he... I think he's going to be great. I like him he, a lot. Like, he's like the same as, I hate to be like Chris Evans, Chris Pine, interchangeable, but they're both, like, they're not afraid to get political. They're not afraid to get political, and they're not afraid to show, hey, 
they're not afraid to show their vulnerable side. And I appreciate that from both of them. Right. And I think they're going to appreciate the energy. I'm excited for this. And he's been on SNL before. I know. I know. So it's going to be good. Which is great. Like, so guys, he's done a weekend update spot before search um, SNL Chris Pine. He was great. Give us your thoughts. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? We're going to figure out something to do in the interim because three-week hiatus is bullshit. Have you watched uh, Big Little Lies? No, but I have them all taped, though. Okay. That's like the same thing, right? So they're just sitting on my DVR. <laughs> because I, know, I need to watch it. We got a lot. I'm so behind. I'm not even caught up on Grace and Frankie this season because I'm re-watching it with Jen. Oh, so. I, I haven't... Oh, you have to watch Grace and Frankie. Oh, my okay. God. Hey, should we do Grace and Frankie, then? We do Grace and Frankie or, you know, Kimmy Schmidt's coming up. Season three. That's the 26th, right? Yeah. That's in two. Oh, episodes. no. You know what we need to do? What? What? Probably one episode at a time. And, guys, this may not be fun, but oh, it'll what? be important. What? 13 Handmaid's Why? No, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Okay. We can do that. That's going to no. be serious. Do you want to? I don't know that much about it. I mean, I know that those ladies dressed up in Congress and they came to Congress like that, which I thought was really cool. All right, I'll send you the book. Send it to me. Yeah. I want to. I know it looks good. It looks good. Dude, you'll get through the book in like two days. Okay. All right. Well, let's do that. So, uh, or if you guys have any suggestions for us, uh, something you'd like to see us uh, watch, we will watch it as long as we, you know, we can somehow access it on the internets, uh, you know, Hulu, Netflix, something like that. We we're down with that. Uh, so until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, Hey, oh, what? Or you can, uh, contact oh, us yes. or, uh, access us on, um, the Twitter at, uh, T A O underscore, uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Or at uh, onegirlrevolution.net or and or on. Uh... You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, Google Play. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Now, bye for real. Bye.